Okay, so let's chat about tweezers. It's so hard to find a decent tweezer, so I thought this would be a great podcast. So welcome to the Eyelash Excellence Podcast. I am your host, Frankie Widows, and here at The Lash Chat, we are gonna be chatting about all things lashes. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe to my channel so that you can get the updates as and when I upload a new podcast. And also jump over to the online shop, eyelashexcellence.com, where you can see all of the services that we offer to the lash industry. So I thought this would be a good topic to speak about because I've seen this a few times on forums and I always like to take forums for inspiration on subjects to talk about on podcasts. And this topic is what is the best tweezer out there? And you will always see so many people that are just ready to jump on this thread and recommend the tweezer that they like. So I'm saying they like and then recommended it, which is great because it is nice that people want to help other people. But tweezers are very personal. It's like clothes, you know, you can't just recommend one dress to one person because if they're not six foot tall and a size six, that dress isn't going to fit them. And it's the same as a tweezer. It is not one tweezer suits everybody because if it was, there would be one tweezer out there and everybody would be buying it and everybody would be getting on with it. So like I said, you actually see a post with somebody going, can you tell me what the best tweezer is out there? And everybody jumps on it and recommends what they love. But there's no consideration to what level the artist is at, what they want the tweezer for, etc, etc. So we're going to go through a few points because I think we've all been there. We've all got this graveyard of tweezers in our salon where we've bought tweezers, usually on the recommendation of somebody, and then we've worked with that tweezer and it just doesn't work for us and we're like... There's another 30, 40, 50 dollars down the drain of a tweezer that just doesn't work for me. So it's such a frustrating subject. And if you don't have a great tool that suits you, then you're always going to struggle to do your lash work. So what are the factors that we need to consider? So is the artist doing classical volume? Because this is always going to dictate the type of tweezer that that artist is going to use. So classic tweezers can be cheaper. They can be a cheaper quality, poorer quality steel that doesn't need to be as precise because when you have a classic extension, it's usually thicker. So 0.15, 0.12. So you don't need the precision in that tweezer to pick up that thicker extension and you're only picking one up. So like I said, you can get away with a very, very basic tweezer that's quite cheap. You know, you can buy one for $10 and it will do the job absolutely fine. Whereas if you're gonna be doing volume, you need a super precise tweezers. Classic lashing is a bit like having a car that you can just run around in all day to go to the grocery store, to go to work, etc. Whereas volume lashing is like needing a race car. You need a Ferrari or a Lotus or a Porsche or a Lamborghini because they are a much more quality vehicle that is designed for that job of going fast. And it's the same with tweezers. So like I said, if you're doing volume, you're gonna need a Ferrari. You're gonna need a super precise tweezer. It also needs to be hand tested. This is so very, very important. And it's really important that your tweezer is hand tested by somebody that knows what they're doing. So you are so much better off invested in a supplier who has been in the industry and has a working lash artist or a team of artists that test those tweezers before they go into the shop. So For example, Eyelash Excellence, all of our tweezers get hand-tested, whether they're classic, whether they're volume, because you would be surprised that if you don't hand-test them 
a lot of them actually fail. So we probably get rid of about 30 to 40% of our stock that comes in because they just are not finished nicely, the tips don't meet, and most importantly, they don't grab the lashes. So they need to be hand tested by a lash artist. Now, especially if they're volume, they need to be tested by a lash artist who knows how to make precise volume fans, and that's the key. Because when we test tweezers, especially the volume ones that are lash artists, we are looking for the sweet spot in them how they grab the fan, so whether they're losing them or not. When you pick them up, they can't twist because if they twist, you'll actually throw your bases out and your bases won't come together. We're also looking at the tension of them. So it's quite a lot that this tweezer, especially for volume, has to live up to when we test it. If you are not a proficient, experienced, precise lash artist in volume that knows how to look for all of that, then you're potentially going to be getting a tweezer that isn't going to work because there are a lot of lash artists that can pick up a fan but they can't pick it up correctly they can't pick it up precisely they can't check that the bases are in line so you'll end up buying a tweezer that just doesn't work so like i said this is why about 30 to 40 percent of our stock fails sometimes with the volume tweezers even 50 percent because if it doesn't tick all of those boxes we can't put it on the shop to sell it. So that's why I said you need to go to supplier that is selling tweezers that are hand tested by an experienced volume lash artist. Now a lot of the suppliers or the manufacturers of them, so for example, when we first started buying in tweezers as volume tweezers, we would speak to our manufacturers out in Pakistan and they would say, yes, we've hand tested the tweezer. And when they showed us how they hand tested them, they were getting the tweezer and picking a little bit of arm hair up off the tweezer. Well, that's not hand testing them. Any tweezer can pick up one bit of arm hair, but to actually pick up a fan is a different story. So this is why, like I said, they have to be properly hand tested so that you can ensure that you're getting a good one. I bet there's a lot of you out there that have got tweezers that you've bought, and when you go to make fans with them, if you're volume trained, they just don't grab the lashes. So this is why you need, again, a guarantee, a supplier who will sell you hand-tested tweezers and if you have any issues with them whatsoever, you know you, you can return them and get a new pair sent out. Now, what level of experience is that artist? Because if that artist is a complete newbie to lashing, then they're likely to be more heavy-handed or clumsy with the tweezer because they've not developed the skills yet to work correctly with that tweezer. So what they then need is a more robust tweezer to withstand that lack of control that they haven't got yet. Again, it's like buying a car. If you've just learned to how to drive, you need a very basic car with basic controls. You put a learner driver in a Ferrari or a Porsche or a Lamborghini. Where the car is so sensitive, they'll literally crash it within five seconds. And it's the same as tweezers. So we need to give them like a more robust tweezer. One that's going to resist, like I said, how firm their grip can be or the lack of control. Because they can twist and slide. So when you have, like I said, a thicker quality tweezer, it won't rotate as much. So if you squeeze a tweezer and you don't squeeze it completely evenly, you can twist the heads over each other. And beginners tend to do this because they've not found the correct grip yet. If you did that with a very precise tweezer, you're going to throw it out of alignment and damage it within a couple of minutes. So if you're like a more advanced lash artist, so you've learned your tweezer skills, your control skills, because actually tweezer skills are just muscle memory. It's repeating that movement time and time again. So this then means that if you're more experienced, you can actually work 
with a, a nicer tweezer, so a higher quality tweezer. So the steel is higher quality, the grip is softer, it's much more precise, the tips might be sharper. It's much more easy to be damaged if you don't work with it quite properly. But like I said, if you've got those tweezer skills, you're always going to tend to invest in a higher quality tweezer. So for example, on our shop, our basic range tend to come from Pakistan where the steel is cheaper. So we can sell them to you guys for cheaper, but they're a lot more robust. The steel's not quite as good a quality, so they will withstand a more firm sort of lack of experience grip on them. Whereas Let's talk about the Dumont. So the Dumont is one of our top brands of tweezers that we sell on the Eyelash Excellence Shop. This tweezer actually comes from Switzerland and it's made of very, very high quality steel. Now the steel is very, very soft. As such, it will actually mould around the volume fan. So this is why I personally, and a lot of artists personally, like a Dumont tweezer. Because, like I said, because it's soft, it will mould around volume lashes when you're creating fans. Now, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Because it's a very soft, light-handed tweezer, if you're not soft or delicate or light-handed yourself, you're going to struggle to work with this. And again, this is why you'll see mixed reviews on this tweezer that I'm just putting out there, because it's quite a well-known one within the industry. That tweezer is going to suit some of its more experienced because of the soft steel, because it's more precise, but it's a lot more expensive. It's sort of two, three, four times the price of a cheaper tweezer because of the quality of steel that goes into it and because of the hand finishing. So that tweezer is actually hand finished under a microscope, whereas the ones that are cheaper, maybe come out of Pakistan, are actually hand finished by eye. And actually the Dumont tweezer is not developed for the Russian volume industry or the lash industry altogether. It's actually a tweezer that was developed for watchmaking. And they also use it at crime scenes for picking up sort of little bits of hair or anything that they find. But because it is so precise, we found that it was actually a really good tweezer for volume. So you can see how we have to consider the level of experience of the lash artist. So this takes me quite nicely onto whether you're soft or heavy handed because this will depend on what type of tweezer you buy so think about think about shoes you know some people really wear their shoes down so some people could really drag their feet and as such they're going to wear their shoes down a lot more than somebody that walks very lightly and gets a long time out of their shoes so tweezers are exactly the same now there is a good way to tell whether you're heavy or light-handed so one way to find out is just hold your hands out in front of you and then pick up a few items and look at the way in which your hands move. If you've got almost like very elegant, creative hands, you tend to be a lot more light-handed. Whereas if you're actually quite sort of, not clumsy, but you sort of just pick things up sort of quickly, there's no delicacy in your hands, you can kind of tell from that whether you're light or heavy-handed. And as a trainer, most of the time, if you've trained a lot of students, you will be able to notice within like the first few minutes of a student picking up their tweezers whether they're heavy or light-handed. So if you're heavy-handed, you're going to be better suited to a more rigid or robust tweezer because it means that when you actually squeeze it or you accidentally rotate it without knowing which heavy-handed students seem to do, this tweezer will withstand this. Whereas if you're light-handed, you will actually work better with a more quality, precise tweezer. So I've seen students that have actually bought Dumont with them onto courses and then they've picked them up to work with them and they've actually, and it's the first time they've worked with them because then maybe they were saving it to the volume course they were coming on 
and they've actually destroyed their dumoulants within about two minutes. So I can then see through the way in which they work with their hands, okay, this is not a suitable tweezer for you. Try this one and see how you get on with it. So this is why when people actually buy tweezers, especially something like a Dumont through recommendation on a forum, then they give it a go and it doesn't work and they've all of a sudden pushed it out of alignment. This is the reason why, because they are not suited to that tweezer. We also have to consider the shape of the tweezer. So does that artist like a straight tweezer, a soft curved tweezer, a stronger curved tweezer or a sharp angle tweezer? So all of us have different wrist flexibility. You'll see that some artists may be slightly double jointed as such they can really rotate their wrists and their joints, whereas some artists might be a little bit more rigid in them. You know, if you've got a more mature lash artist working in the industry, they may not have the flexibility in their wrist that maybe somebody that has just entered it has done. So you've got to think about the angle because every tweezer out there from classic to volume has a different angle on it. So you have to find what, what suits you because some people's hands are more suited to a natural position than another's. Also think about your budget because like I said before, tweezers do vary in price from basic cheaper tweezers usually about $10 and they can go up to anything like $100. So a lot of this is actually to do with the quality of the steel and also the finishing quality. So for example, if you've got a poor quality thick steel, that's just hand finished by eye in a factory and they're boshing these out in just a couple of minutes. Obviously that's gonna cost you a lot less than something that's probably taken like half a day to be made with high quality steel. It's all laser cut, it's then all hand finished by somebody that is sitting there under a microscope sort of carving it all out and making the tip sure the tip is nice and precise. So you can see why a lot of the time you're gonna pay a lot more for the higher quality steel tweezers and you will see on most good suppliers they will have a complete range so at eyelash excellence we have like i said our very basic range and then you'll see that we'll go up to the more expensive tweezers because of the quality of the steel because of the quality of the hand finished etc etc now a lot of the time it is just a case if you are going to have to buy tweezers and just see whether you like them it's a bit like if you've ever bought shoes in a shop it's all right when you walk around the shop in them but you don't really know the true nature of whether they perform when you actually get out in them. So whether you've bought a pair of trainers, you don't really know whether they're gonna work until you've been in the gym for an hour. If you've bought a pair of walking boots, you don't know until you've walked five miles in them, etc. And it really is the same as tweezers. You know, you can go on recommendation, you can read all the descriptions as well, and then think that you're buying one that suits you. But then when you actually get it home and you start working with it, you think actually this isn't for me. But this is the journey into the industry. It is literally about having to just try lots of different tweezers and find what works for you. So for me, I know that Dumont's work for me. I am a Dumont girl. So I'm light-handed. I just like the precision of them. They just suit me, but I know that they're not everybody's cup of tea. Now, another thing when you're actually buying a tweezer in, you need to work with that tweezer for probably about a week away from the client to learn how it works. It's like buying a new car. It's going to take you a good week to learn where all the controls are compared to the last car that you drove. When you first get a new car, if you're driving a manual car, you're probably going to stall it a few times because you don't quite know how the clutch control works on it. It's the same as a tweezer. And again, I see so many people that just throw in the towel straight away. So as suppliers at Eyelash Excellence, we do get messages from people that have bought a tweezer. They've tried to use it. It doesn't work like their old tweezer. And then they say there's a problem with it. And then we'll always work with that customer 
to send some videos back and forward to see how they're working with it. And you know what, 99% of the time they're just not working with that tweezer correctly. So you guys actually need to learn how to use that tweezer. For example, if you were to buy a new horse, so if you're somebody that likes horses, it's going to take you a good while to learn how to ride that horse, know what buttons need to be pushed to make that horse walk, trot, canter, jump, all of those things. And it's exactly the same. It could be somebody's dog. You could need to be with that dog for a week until you know what commands make it do what. And it is the same principle for a tweezer. So I'm going to tell you a story uh, just to demonstrate this of about two weeks ago we had a customer that contacted the eyelash excellence shop and I dealt with this uh, customer and she had bought a pair of our Polaris tweezer and which is a advanced type of volume tweezer that we offer and I think she'd just taken a Russian volume course elsewhere and she was picking up 2D lashes and every time she picked them up I could see that her bases were split and she was also putting kinks in the top of the lashes so I could automatically see that she was actually squeezing too hard because to kink a lash means that you are doing like a real death grip on it and yes sometimes with volume lashes you need to do a death grip but to kink it you are gripping way too hard now all of the tweezers that leave the eyelash excellence shop are hand tested so I know that we wouldn't have had a tweezer that left that had a sharp edge on it that would have caused a kink in the lashes so I know it's down to that therapist. Now she really wanted just to send the tweezer back and then get another one. But the problem is, is that if they send a tweezer back and it's because they are not working with it correctly, if we send them another one out, we're gonna be at the same place. They'll just keep going through them going, this tweezer doesn't work, it doesn't work. So I was then like, can you please send us a video of what you're doing? So she then showed me what she was doing, how she was volume fanning the lashes. And her pickup was completely wrong. So she was actually picking the lashes up way too high up. She was plopping them back down the strip so the bases were already split. When she was then grabbing the lashes to remove them off, having created a fan, her fan was being grabbed too high so the bases then split open again. She was pushing with her thumb so she wasn't holding her tweezers correctly so I could see that it was actually pushing the fan out of alignment. So she could have been working with my tweezers that I use for volume which are super precise and she would have still had the same issue because it wasn't the tweezer it was her so we went backwards and forwards through some emails and that and actually she then sent me a message to say thank you so much this tweezer now works I can see that it was now me and I just said yeah not a problem this is what we do here you know we'll work with you because we hand test our tweezers we know that they do work so we'll always try and help a customer. So like I said, in this instance, if we had just said, yeah, send them back, we'll send your replacement out, we wouldn't have been any closer to helping her. She would have obviously become frustrated, possibly then started going elsewhere to buy her tweezers, had exactly the same issues, and then she would have become very frustrated with her volume lashing because it wasn't the tweezer, it was her. So no matter what tweezer she would have bought, she would never have been able to pick up a fan properly. So... As you can see, there's so many factors. It is about finding the right tweezer that suits you, asking all of those questions, and then obviously matching that tweezer to there. But also, you've got to be able to work with that tweezer correctly. So this again just leads me on to a little bit that I see on forums a lot of the time. So someone takes a Russian volume course, usually not a particularly good one, and then they are struggling with picking the fans up and thinking it's the tweezers. Okay, sometimes it is the tweezers. They will either be given a really bad pair or they will go away from the course and just buy a really crap pair off Amazon, which again, usually aren't hand tested, are very, very basic. 
maybe not designed for volume and then they struggle but a lot of the time it's because they don't know how to work with that tweezer and they just assume that they can kind of like wave the tweezer by the fan and the tweezer will do the work and that's not the case you have to have super skill it's a bit like a ferrari you know if you get in a ferrari and you want to win the race but you just sit there and don't push the pedals correctly that ferrari is not going to do anything and again it's the same as a volume tweezer you need to know how to work with it correctly so guys thank you ever so much for listening i do hope that has helped you if you are struggling in your quest to find the correct tweezer it is very frustrating and obviously it can become very expensive over time when you're having to buy a lot of different tweezers but hopefully if you can just use this checklist to see which one you are then when you do go onto a website and look at tweezers you can hopefully see if you can match which one that you think will suit you don't forget to subscribe if you've enjoyed this podcast and jump over to the eyelash excellent shop where we have a real array of products there training Guys, we've got all sorts of things going on the Eyelash Excellent website, so please jump over there, and if there's something you'd like me to talk about, please get in touch, and hopefully I will see you at my next podcast.